Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Carolina Weather Group. Uh, this is the uh, Wednesday, March 29th edition, the last Wednesday in March. Hard to believe March is over. We are wrapping up National Weather Podcast Month, and how better uh, how better else to do it than have the uh, Stormfront Freaks on with us tonight. Uh, they uh, are joining us. Uh, we have Phil Johnson, Dina Knightley, and Brady Harris. We'll let those guys introduce themselves in just a little bit. We're happy to have those. So if you are watching tonight, uh, please follow along on Twitter or Facebook. If you have any questions or comments, uh, definitely send those our way. We'll be monitoring uh, throughout the rest of the show to uh, get those questions. And if you're listening on a rebroadcast or of our podcast or watching this you know, a couple weeks from now, uh, we'll let the guy. Uh, we'll let everyone uh, share their Twitter handles and Facebook pages and websites and all that, uh, so you can direct any questions towards those. Um, those our individuals, our panelists. So uh, we are uh, appreciative to have uh, on uh, everybody from the store. Not everybody, but I don't <laughs> know, what is it, Phil? About half the uh, panelists for the. It's, storm? it's the most important one. <laughs> <laughs> the most important. Oh, there man, you go. It's not going like that. Man, it's definitely not like that. Well, we're appreciative. We're uh, glad you guys uh, are able to spend a little time with us tonight. We appreciate that. Before we get to the show, though, we always like to do a local weather roundup. So, uh, here in the Carolinas, uh, James, I'll let you uh, jump in here. It's it's kind of uh, been quiet. We're awaiting the uh, Carolina wedge tomorrow, the dreaded Carolina wedge. We were in the 80s for the past two, three days. Tomorrow, we're lucky to get out of the 50s with some cloud cover and some rain and. Uh, watching the uh, storm system out in the Midwest move through the area late tomorrow night into early Friday morning. So a few areas may even see a few strong to severe th uh, thunderstorms. But after that, beautiful weekend in stores. So uh, it's been pretty quiet up here in the uh, mountains and foothills. What about down in the uh, Charlotte metro area, James? It's been pretty quiet. We had some heavy rain move through, I think, two nights ago at this point. But I will say I made the mistake today of sitting outside and work from home. Thought I'd go outside and enjoy the beautiful weather, and now I think I have my first allergy headache of the uh, season. <laughs> Is your head blown up so, yet? Yeah, you know, it, I was doing just fine until until today. So I need to go, I guess, look at the allergy report and figure out what it is that is bothering me. Uh, I want to say it was trees, but I'm not sure that's it just yet. But other than I think that, it's trees. It's trees. Um, yeah. yeah, darn trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my car looks uh, is all pollen covered, so it's um, it's nasty out there. So hopefully the rain will be able to wash some of that away. So. I'm going to toss it up to our good buddy, Peter. And Peter, I'm going to let you and James talk about this because uh, I was on the road last Thursday, so I wasn't able to participate in this conversation. But evidently, after the show last Wednesday night where Peter enjoyed his Cinnabon, Cinnabon uh, tweeted us and was uh, very appreciative of us uh, promoting their uh, cinnamon buns on our show last night. So <laughs> guys, talk a little bit about uh, your, your conversation with them. Are we going to get them on the show anytime soon? Oh, you mean Cinnabon? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, sorry, I don't have enough for everybody tonight. But uh... I thought that was the point of the entire conversation, Peter. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have dinner at all tonight, Peter. I was. I was waiting for my Cinnabon. All right. I told Cinnabon on a tweet last week. Next snowstorm we get, I'm going to buy coffee and Cinnabon for everybody. So just throwing that out there. Just in case, we should know. also add there is no actual paid product placement here, but it just yeah. got out of here. Santa Bon, we've tweeted you several times this week, so you know if you want to sponsor the Carolina Weather Group, we're okay with that. Well, you so got you got to stop talking about it then. You're giving them free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just love it so much. That's the problem. Check that out. Um, I love uh, it. God, yeah, that see this good. this was the tweet last week, and uh, they had a full blown conversation with us uh, the next day. Me and James and Cinnabon were going back and forth. I don't know who was writing to us from Cinnabon, but it was somebody, I guess, worse from the company. But, uh, yeah, they uh, appreciated us eating Cinnabon on the show last week. So, <laughs> hey, what can we do? So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got another one this week. So, so it's a mini one, though. It's nothing nothing big deal. Just a tiny little one. Um, so, yeah, you'll see me chowing that down, I'm sure, during the show tonight. Um, but in other news, uh, <laughs> it's uh, been pretty quiet around here weather-wise uh, last couple of days. Uh, tonight we had a pretty nice sunset. I need to share the screen again. Hang on. There we go. Pretty nice sunset tonight after our high of 61 this afternoon. A little breezy, Ooh. but it was a very nice day. And uh, it's going to be nice tomorrow too, but we got a storm system coming in, the same one that's going to be in the Carolinas tomorrow. And uh, could give us some... 
heavy rounds of rain through the day Friday, but then it clears out for the weekend, so that's all that matters. And uh, we're not in any threat for severe weather, but uh, I see Charlotte and places down to the south are in the marginal risk. So uh, enjoy that, guys. <laughs> I wish it was yeah. me, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. But, yeah, it's been all quiet here, and uh, we're staying in the 50s and 60s through the uh, next couple of days. So that's it. So while we're promoting products, I'm, I promise we don't do this a lot, but we also got a cool follow this week on uh, on Twitter. So let me pull this guys up. And, and you guys with Stormfront Freaks, let me know if you've seen this product before. I've never seen it until now. But uh, let me – well, there we go. You guys ever heard of Helicity Designs? I just saw that today. Oh my gosh. So they uh, they followed us earlier this week on Twitter and we got to look in at some of their products. So again, we normally don't push this, but look at these these shirts. I mean I mean Wedges and chill, yes. yes. Oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> so you know, go are you serious? Uh, Storms never sleep, so this yeah, is a I like particularly the PDS. dangerous. Yeah, the PDS one's good. And so uh, debris balling, so you know Go check these guys out. I know it's got everyone in the weather community. Um, got them going. Uh, I know a few of our uh, few of our guests has uh, already uh, placed their orders for a few sh- uh, shirts. So uh, that's a that's a cool website too. So R- rumor has it he's actually working on uh, a new line. <clears throat> so keep keep checking that out too because I, <laughs> I need to actually hear from him and talk to him. Yeah. So I guess he's got some new stuff coming too. That's mm. awesome. That's awesome. Beautiful. So. Anything else we have, Carolina Weather Group, before we get into our show tonight? I don't know if I'm missing anything. Oh, yes, James. Uh, I guess uh, on a more serious note, we did uh, have a, a tragedy in the weather community uh, yesterday afternoon. And, uh, James, you were able to kind of put a, a little piece together about that. So I'll let you kind of uh, go over that before we go into the show. Uh, yeah, absolutely, uh, Scotty. We just, you know, we didn't want to... Uh not mark uh, on today's uh, show the loss that the weather community suffered yesterday. Uh, three of the storm chasers who were doing their job in, in Texas yesterday and just kind of a unfortunate reminder, I think, for all of us uh, that the dangers that they, they face uh, every day when, when they're out there storm chasing. Uh, we do have a write-up uh, on our site, and uh, I saw lots of comments today, especially on the Weather Channel Facebook page. Uh, two of them were contracted uh, with with the channel there. Uh, but you know, all storm chasers, uh, you know, provide a, a really vital uh, part of the the weather community. They are the eyes on the ground, relaying information back to emergency managers, National Weather Service, broadcast meteorologists to really validate what we're seeing with with so many of the tools that we all love, like radar and satellite and, and so much more, and they, they provide a really valuable service, but it's a very, very dangerous job. And uh, so we just wanted to uh, take a moment out of tonight's show to, uh, to mark that, uh, thank them for their service, and, and thank everyone who's, who's continuing uh, to uh, pursue uh, these, these dangerous roles uh, each and every day when, when severe weather hits. Yeah, very sad. So our, our thoughts and prayers are to everyone who uh, was affected by that. And uh, we know that the Storm Chaser community is, is very tight-knit group, so our thoughts and prayers to everyone who uh, who knew the uh, the three guys who uh, un- unfortunately passed away yesterday. So, so with that, we'll uh, turn our attention to our show tonight, and we're going to introduce you guys to the Stormfront Freaks. You guys, uh, Phil, I'll bring you in first. You... Uh, kind of uh, started this whole podcast thing. What was it, about a year ago? Uh, Yeah, so it was about a year ago. It was actually, I had been introduced to uh, podcasting in general probably about 18 months ago, and I just thought the whole on-demand concept, you know, and being able to listen to topics that you want to listen to. You know, I, I had been used to commuting to and from work all the time, listening to AM talk radio and FM radio, and you're pretty much limited to whatever the hell they want to play, you know, and whatever they want to talk about. You just, you're limited. To, uh, that's what I got to listen to because that's what's on. And I love the whole podcasting concept of I can find the topics that I want to listen to. I can stream them on demand when I want to listen to them. And I just, I love the concept. Uh, and so, you know, I've, my background is not as a meteorologist uh, or an atmospheric scientist. I've got a biology degree and a background in college administration. 
Uh, but I am a, a storm spotter. I do some local chasing uh, for the National Weather Service to be able to report to them. And it was just, it's, I love it. So I thought it was a great idea. Hey, we should do something like this. And I'll be honest with you at the time. So this is about a year ago that I, I did some research to see, okay, what kind of weather podcasts are out there? I basically found there, there were three that were active that, that were also uh, seemed to be on iTunes and readily available audio wise. Some did uh, YouTube, some didn't, that didn't matter to me. We always set it up to be an audio podcast. And that was Weather Brains, that was you guys, Carolina Weather Group, and uh, the Weather Junkies at the time uh, were, were almost brand new as well, but, but were currently uh, broadcasting. And so, yeah, so the concept uh, was originated while I was at a uh, severe weather symposium at Ohio State University. And I thought, let's do this, but I knew no, one, no one's gonna wanna listen to me. Uh, so I knew I was gonna have to find some fun good weather people to join us. So that's why we decided to put a team together. That's awesome, and we'll bring in a, a, the t- your team members who, who are here tonight, and then I'll let you kind of talk about who else is on the team. So Dina, you and Brady, uh, how did you guys get involved with uh, the Stormfront Freaks? Did Phil just force you to do this, or, or how did you? Uh, yep. did, I can, I can yes. see him doing that. So. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I'll go first, Dina. So. You know, one day, you know, I'm I'm prodding along as a, it was it it was junior year, yeah, it was the end of junior year, right, Phil? When you yeah, you called me and I was and I was yeah. kind of it was kind of out of the blue, or no, you emailed me first, um, I believe, right? You emailed you emailed the Ohio State Meteorology Club, and then looking for someone, and then that's when I reached, then that's when I responded, and then you called me, and it was it what the first impression I got was almost like it was a bit of an interview. You know, he was asking me questions. It was, and, <laughs> and it was a little stressful, but I was very excited to go on it. And you know, Phil and I kind of clicked in, in the in the phone conversation, and I could tell it was going to be a great fit for both of us. And you know, from there, it was kind of a no-brainer, and I've enjoyed it every day since then. So the so the key was is I wanted to get a student presence, um, you know, because I did want to make this uh, somewhat of an educational program. And I, I always thought it, was, it would be a great professional development opportunity for, for a student mm-hmm. or multiple students to somehow be involved. And I thought, I think it would you know, be a great resume builder, et cetera. And so I actually originally reached out to the uh, is it Weather Club. Yeah, the, yeah, basically the Ohio State. Uh, yeah, so I reached out club. to them first because I, the Meteorology Club, that's what it is. So yeah. I thought, you know, I thought it'd be a great project for the club to be involved in the podcast. Um, that way we could continue it on year after year after year after year. And the, 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 I didn't get a whole lot of interest from the club to be involved because they do a lot of other things. Yeah. But they did put me in touch with some students that had an interest and that's how I got introduced to Brady. Mm-hmm. Plus there's, there's not a lot of broadcast interest in, in Ohio State. It's, no, it's, a lot of, it's, a, it's a lot of research and it's very theoretical. I mean, there's a couple people, but they, they were younger, so that's probably why I didn't get much. And then Dina, how did uh, how did you get roped into uh, being on the Stormfront Freaks? <laughs> uh, they had actually already started, and Phil had contacted me on Twitter and asked me if I wanted to be a guest. And at first, I was like, well, I don't know who he is. <laughs> um, I get that all. Because <laughs> like, sometimes, you know, you get you get a couple people on Twitter that stalkers. You know, yeah. You know, and nobody's been really crazy or anything with me, but they've, um, you know, they're constantly watching. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay. And then I had asked a couple people around work, and I'm like, have you guys heard of them? And and I think I had gotten actually like some feedback that said, yeah, you should talk to them. And I got a hold of Phil, and um, as soon as I talked to him, I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> So we got on, and I think the first, like, they had me on as a guest, and they also had a guy talking about an aviation weather app. And before I became a meteorologist, I was in aviation. So I still have that passion for weather and flying and all that. So I was like, yeah, sure, let's go on. And we had a lot of fun. I mean, I hadn't done a podcast before. I was like, this is great. And then we all clicked and we had some Ohio people and then Brady was from Ohio State and Mm -hmm. Bill was in Cincinnati. I'm like, all right, I got some Ohio guys. (laughs) 
<laughs> and um, we just all hit it off really well. We just very comfortable, and uh, we like talking about weather. I can sit down and hang out and talk all the time. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie The Power Rangers, but that's kind of like what <laughs> we are as a podcast. We're just, <laughs> just you know, we all get together and form this big um, mega robot to take out <laughs> and fight evil. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah D- Dino was just a good good fit when she was a guest, and and. Uh, and so I, and at the time too, we had um, the group that we started with. There were a couple, uh, a couple of the guys that started with us, just didn't have the time. Once we got going with the podcast and everything, they just couldn't commit to the time. So they were only with us for a couple shows and had to had to back down. So we were kind of also looking, you know, to, to maybe add uh, add someone else to the mix at the time. And we're like, man, Dino was fun and. That was good, and she knows what she's talking about. And um, plus, the fact that you know, as a bunch of guys, we only have so much credibility. You know, and, and we get a lot more credibility with people like yeah. You guys probably know that. And so, who else? Tell us about the uh, the rest of the crew. That All right. You, so we got. So I, I started. So the whole idea with this, I thought, okay, if, if I'm going to do this. I, I figured I could do it myself. You know, we were just talking James about James being your main technical guy as well. And I knew I knew I could do it if I had to, is figure out all the technical stuff involved. However, uh, my brother, who is up in Minnesota, and he is also an active storm spotter and part of his county Skywarn ham radio network uh, up in Minnesota. So he, he's got a passion too for weather and you know, I th- it, but he's got a, a technical background, and I thought it would be the coolest thing if I could do something like this because he lives 800 miles away from me. And I thought, how cool would this be to be able to do something with my brother? And so I, I said, man, I you know I just thought to myself, I, I got to see if I can get him on. So you know, I kind of had to sell him out on a little bit. I kind of had to be passionate and tell him what we're gonna do, and you know, it was a sales process. Uh, but he was on board, and the minute he was on board, you know, I knew, and he was all gung ho about doing the technical side of things as well. So I was happy about that. Uh, so that's so that's Mark, Mark Johnson. We call him MJ because we have two Marks on the show. But he's he's also our co-producer, so he puts together uh, the audio show because we do a lot of post-production of the audio show uh, before we send it to iTunes and and all the um, podcast apps. So he does a lot of behind the scenes work with that and technical stuff. Uh, then the other guy that we brought on right away uh, is actually, a, uh, his name is Mark Massaro. So he's the other Mark. So we call him Maz, because we had to differentiate between the two. <laughs> but Mark Massaro is a former TV meteorologist here in the Cincinnati area. He was uh, in television for about 20 years. And, uh, but he was now a colleague of mine um, in business. And so I knew of his background and I, and here was the thing. So I had MJ and myself, neither one of us were professional weather people. So I knew we, we needed to get started. We, I needed somebody with some credibility weather-wise, right, to, to be a part of our team. And so that's why initially I went to Maz and I, you know, sold him. Did the whole sales process. I had a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> on where we're going to be. Really in five years. No, God, no. Come no. on. Okay. Oh, no, have a drink. I, I wasn't sure. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I told told him about it, and and he was game. He was gung ho, and and he's a funny guy, and and great character as well. And so once I had those three on, and then we brought Brady on board. You know, I thought, great, okay, we've got something. We had another couple guys early on that I told you about that dropped off. Well, then we were, we were a bunch of guys, and I'm like, ah, we got to balance this off because we, we need to get more. I wanted to create something where there would be a lot of different ideas and feedback and everything. So that's uh, so we got Dean on board, so we were excited about that. Uh, and then, th- uh, then next it was Jen, so uh, Jen Watson, who – we were actually looking for we wanted someone that had a little more storm chasing background so i actually did like brady we kind of did some interviews uh you know i i threw it out to some people that i knew about and and uh we had what three people come back with interest and we actually had them be guest co-hosts on our show so it was kind of an on-air trial 
and it ended up, uh, we ended up, Jen Watson of the Weather Channel, um, we ended up bringing her on board. The sad thing is, and I'll, I'll share this story with you guys quick. Rip. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, is <laughs> So this National Weather Podcast Month, uh, we... <laughs> Which you invented. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah, thanks, Brady. Yeah, no problem. That, uh, anyway, Jen Watson was a guest on the Weather Brains early in the month. Uh, I don't know if you caught that show, but apparently the Weather Channel caught that show, and uh, they were not supportive of her being a regular on a podcast, and so she had to, uh, so she had to drop our podcast immediately. <laughs> so we oh. lost Jen, and I, I, I told Bill Murray I blame him for that. <laughs> he was on, uh, she was on the, the Weather Brains, but so Jen is no longer with us. Uh, but just a couple months ago, another one of our guests was former Weather Channel uh, on-air meteorologist Kim Cunningham, uh, formerly Kim Perez, and she was on our show. And, and during the interview, there was one, and, and Dina and Brady, you guys might remember this, but there was a moment when she was asked, like, what are you doing now? And she was talking about some of the speaking that she does, but she's uh, really not wasn't doing anything weather related and when she said that she goes I'm really not doing anything weather related it's just it's it sounded like I, I don't sadness. know Dina what do you yeah. think wasn't it I mean, Pure it was like, sadness. Oh. she's got weather in her blood yeah and she's probably like the most genuine person who really knows weather well so even that I was like oh man we should see if she get on here and you were yeah. thinking the same thing yeah so I, I think we were all thinking that same thing, is and it just you know was something that stirred inside me to just go, you know what, you need to ask her to come on because she would be great and it'd be fun and she would probably enjoy the hell out of it. And I think so far she has because she hasn't left yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's fantastic. I've worked with her for many years, so yeah. I'm glad glad we're kind of back together again. Yeah, she's got some great beers too. That's for sure. She yeah. She, uh, she always has some good good beers when she goes on the show. <laughs> so that brings me kind of to the question where um, I have a few guys for you guys because, um, you know, fellow podcasts, we want to bounce ideas off each other. But how has uh, the National Weather Podcast Month, how, how's that went over? Uh, how do you guys think uh, it, it has it brought a lot of publicity? Is there is there things that you've seen, a big uptick? I mean, for us, I think we, we've had a, a little bit of an uptick, and it, this being the first year, obviously, it's going to be a slow growth first, but I think if we continue, it'll it'll continue to grow. But what's your what's been your side of it, Phil? Because I know this was your whole idea. Maybe tell us how how this idea started, then go into to what you think it's done. Well, so I'm far. I'm going to throw it first to uh, Dean and Brady, just to maybe because I'd like to know from them, from their standpoint, what they think of it or how they think it's gone from their viewpoint. I mean, I you know I for one have seen you know a good deal more activity on Twitter. And I think the fact that podcasts have been tagging each other in a lot of their, you know, tweeting activity, I think that has really aided in kind of bringing awareness to, you know, because who knows the different bases that each podcast has, you know, these, these podcasts that'll discover other podcasts and those audience that discover other podcasts. I think that's done a lot for kind of bridging the gap and getting people to realize that there are other weather podcasts out there as well as some of them, you know, it's given some of like the major news outlets like the weather channel, something to talk about and something to tweet about, you know, about national weather podcast month. So I think it has done a lot in terms of, especially in the Twitter realm of kind of raising awareness about the other weather podcasts that are out there. Yeah, I agree with, um, especially with the Twitter thing, because, um, I think everybody's been tweeting back and forth and tagging each other and um, I was, you know, I went through life not knowing a lot about podcasts for a long time and um, now it's like, oh, there's this one and this one and this one and I didn't even know about this and now I'm starting to listen to more and I do like listening to them in my car like you do, Phil, especially when I go in and like two o'clock in the morning and there's really nothing on unless I <laughs> have my uh, phone. <laughs> With music on my iTunes, so it's kind of nice listening to that. But, um, you know, you find out so many different people, even not just the podcast, but the people on the podcast and their background, because you can click on them and, um, you know, I could look at Scotty and look at his Twitter account and like, oh, my gosh, I can follow him. And 
you know, like follow James <laughs> and 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 so it's kind of interesting. And then you kind of feel like you have a little bit more connection with them. And well, and if you too, follow, so if you, I was gonna say ahead. if you follow if you follow me, you'll get a lot of weather and sports tweets. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only really tweet weather. I try to stay away from anything else because. I tweeted some one thing one time to like um, uh, it was like a a mountain like we went s uh, snowboarding and skiing where my husband got hurt and I tweeted the people and said thank you for helping him out. Somebody like just started yelling at me like just tweet weather and blah, blah, blah. I'm like <sighs> wow. Off. Oh. Off. You know? People are just great, aren't they? But people you know, like just, I usually keep fantastic. Twitter just to weather, but yeah, I do. I do like to to watch it and listen to it and say like as much as I can but yeah you'll get a lot of weather from me so P so same question to Peter and James cuz I I'd like to hear feedback from people that maybe weren't um actively involved from producing or administrating that what what have you thought and what have you seen of the benefit of the month um there's definitely been a big uptick I think especially on Twitter that um the Weather Channel started tweeting about it. I know Weather Geeks, I think, did it uh, the one week or whatever. Um, so I think it definitely sparked up a lot of conversation um, throughout social media. And like somebody else said about uh, all the weather podcasts tweeting each other and everybody's kind of seeing it, um, I think that gave us a lot more viewers and uh, a lot more conversations uh, throughout the uh, Twitter universe. And I think it's a good reminder and I think it's a common thread throughout the weather community, but sometimes it gets lost in the competitiveness, especially when you're a TV viewer and you're flipping the channels or you're downloading podcasts and, you know, are these podcasts competition? No, not really. I mean, we're all trying to educate and inform and share interest and, and uh, to maybe some extent entertain. And I, I think this was a good show for both us and the public that that's exactly what we're doing. And hopefully that's a relationship that we can do with podcasts, but then also do with with you know, all sorts of things across the weather community, you know, not limited to just audio, but also, you know, sharing storm reports and, and getting out that important information. And I think that's a, a theme that we want to embrace and share. So, so here, here was the whole idea. It started at the beginning of the year. You know, my goal was how can I create more awareness? And, and to me, I told you already, I was passionate about podcasts, just the ability to listen to whatever you want to listen to when you want to listen to it. Um, but of course, you know, I also wanted to try and create more awareness specifically for weather podcasts. So I was trying to think of how can we create more awareness? And I thought, you know, the thought was first, well, wh why don't we create a week like a national weather podcast awareness week where um, we get everybody together and we just promote this special week. And because I'm, I'm always under the view of rising tides raises all ships. So if, if we can raise the awareness, that's going to help all of us, not, not only just in podcasting, but specifically in weather podcasting. So that's kind of where the concept came from. And so then, you know, Scotty, as you know, um, when I initially started it, I knew, you know, we, I can't have a podcast awareness week um, and it's the Stormfront Freaks. So I, I knew it would have to be something that we all get together and agree to. And that, that truly was my question a little bit or my fear is to go, okay, how many of these, you know, and we reached out to the ones that were active U.S., you know, weather podcasts. And I just was like, okay, how many of these are going to want to be a part of doing something like that? And so the, the fun part was, is, is when I reached out to, to everyone and, and Scotty, like you, and I just threw the question out, I, I just was amazed and pleased to get the positive feedback that I got from everybody to say, yeah, let's, let's do this thing. I think it's really, you know, and you guys may agree or disagree with me, but I know for us, you know, we've, we've been doing this thing three years, uh, going on three and a half, actually. Uh, we still strive to, you know, I don't think we'll ever compete with weather brains. That's kind of like the, the top notch there. But but when you have the weather brain saying, hey, you know, we'd love to have some people on from the Stormfront Freaks or Carolina Weather Group or the Weather Junkies, you know, that that bar is raised so high because not only, you know, does everybody in the weather community know about weather brains, but James Spann puts it on, on the uh, ABC channel there. So, you know, it's just 
a lot of outreach and, and you know when when you get a bunch of people come together with a common interest and and you know just wanting to talk about weather i mean that's all we do we we could talk hours about it you know and so educating uh, you know we have a lot of uh students high school students college students teachers actually that watch our show for the education part so now not only can they learn at Carolina Weather Group, but they can go to Stormfront Freaks or, you know, Weather Junkies or what is it about weather, you know, and go to all these different outlets and just take that information back and share it amongst everybody. Yeah, and I'll agree. I mean, it was it was certainly big when uh, James and Bill uh, from Weather Brains, you know, said they were, they were on board as well because, you know, they've been around 10 years. They've got a seven-year head start on you and a good nine plus year head start on us but um, it was great to just have their involvement and, and really involved I mean Bill as you know and, and Rick and, and James and, and all those guys have been very supportive of that and so certainly that helped and just a you know shout out to it was great um, that Min, uh, Min Fan from Weather Hype he was the guy that, that agreed to put together the logos for us and so he put together and spent time on that, did a great job on, on the logos. Um, Jay Farlow, who is actually, he's in northern Indiana, and he's not affiliated of, you know, with any of the weather podcasts, but he's a huge fan of weather podcasts. Uh, he was willing to help out by uh, posting all of our information on his blog, help us out with some um, uh, media emails to be able to send out and stuff like that so again shout out to a couple other people that that really helped out a great great deal and truthfully for us i've seen a huge uh huge increase now now some of that has to do with the guests that we've had on uh for this month but but i i've loved the fact that everybody is really up their game i mean i've seen you guys and all the other podcasts either have some great topics to discuss this month or some great guests that they've had on to really make it a big month and that's been very helpful too. Yeah, and I think it will only continue to grow, you know, if we continue to do this, which I think uh, I hope we get to because you know, now we have like that foundation that we can mm -hmm. build upon. So we're making new friends. Definitely. We are. <laughs> I agree and, and everybody's been great. It's been great to work together. It hasn't been, you know, competition because I mm -hmm. I agree with you guys when you mentioned that it's not really competition and the fun part is is it really if you look at the you know the eight weather podcasts that are involved in this they're really there's there's obviously the similarity of weather but how they project that and present that each one's really kind of a little different in how mm -hmm. they do that and how they decide to do that and that's what makes it unique and and what i like yeah, definitely. And another guy, um, Rick Smith, I know he's one of the panelists on the Weather Brains, but Rick has really been promoting it as well. So I think some, some kudos needs to uh, be given to him as well. He's, he's all over it on Twitter, so that's awesome to see. Well, and why don't, why don't you mention the other thing he did too was the Weather Podcast Challenge. Yeah, so. You, you guys met that too, which is awesome. Yeah, so uh, Rick uh, challenged all the weather podcasts uh, for this month to become Weather Ready Nation ambassadors, and we got ours last week. Uh, we were a little slow on uh, getting that. Uh, I know we, Ricky was, was tied up with some, and then we was like, oh, we got to do that before the end of the month. So uh, I know we got it, and we're uh, pretty pretty cool to, uh, to be able to uh, be called a Weather Ready uh, Nation ambassador. So uh, that's one thing that we like to do on our show uh, was really promote, uh, you know, that safety factor, you know, when people are outside, you know, th one of the last things they think about is, is, is weather or lightning, you know, wind. And, and so that's, you know, a couple times a year we always find guests to come on and talk about, you know, just that side of it. When when you're outside, you know, you don't really think about the weather. I know in uh, June we have Rip Current uh, Week coming up that we're going to have a few uh, National Weather Service meteorologists come on and talk about the rip currents as we go into the summer season. So. Uh, pretty cool to have to have that to be able to to promote that the weather. Yeah, we don't, we don't have that in Ohio, do we, Brady? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, on some of the lakes, you might get them if you get a really strong no. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so going back, talking about your show, and this is some good questions because I want to see what what your response is, and we can kind of bounce each off of each other. How hard is it to find guests? Uh, was it hard at first? Oh. Has it become easier? <laughs> How's it been? Well, I'll tell you one benefit that we've got to begin with uh, is that we are a bi-weekly show. 
not a weekly show. Mm. Uh, you know, because MJ and I, you know, are the ones that pretty much produce it and everything like that. And, and, and weather is not our number one job. And so it's just, it, I thought it'd be too hard. Let's just start bi-weekly. I had the intention of like, wow, you know, we might go weekly eventually, but crap, after doing this for a year, (laughs) you know, I'm like, yeah, this bi-weekly thing's working pretty, pretty good, but it's bi-weekly. So the benefit for us is we only have 26 shows a year and 26 guests a year, basically, that we, we have to book. So um, I'll be honest with you guys, when, when I started, and I knew nobody in the weather industry, the only people I knew in the weather industry I recruited to be on our show, you know, to be co-hosts like Maz and, you know, met Brady and my brother and stuff like that. But so all I did was, you know, that's it was about a year ago I also started my uh, Twitter account. I hadn't been on Twitter prior to that. And so I started the Twitter account and started following weather people. And, and that's really what I did was I started reaching out, as Dina talked about, because she was one of the first people that we had on, is I just direct messaged uh, people on Twitter that I thought looked like they might be in some cool jobs, you know, that might be entertaining to talk to, you know, because our, our that's kind of our focus is to be entertaining first and educational in the process of trying to have fun and be entertaining with these people. So I just DM'd people, said, hey, you know, we're doing this podcast. You've never heard of us, but hey, here's our <laughs> webpage. I mean, because we built that. We built, you know, because we probably for about two or three months worked on putting this thing together before we actually did our first show. And so I DM people, and and the great thing was, I'll be honest with you guys, the great thing was, is I had very few people tell me no. Uh, just about it, which is great, and I think says a lot about the weather community. Uh, but they were like, oh, sure, yeah, great, huh, blah blah blah, have you on, and and so that that's how it started. And then what what I do, guys, and and this comes from a little bit of my business background, is every guest that we have on. When I follow up with them after the show, and they know this ahead of time because we send them a, a guest information guide that talks about the show, it talks about all the co-hosts and has some reviews of other people that have been on and stuff. So it's like a little guide that we send them, that we email them uh, to kind of prep them a little bit. But uh, they know that we always ask all our guests to recommend you know, two or three people that they feel would also be fun and exciting to be on the show. And so what happens is every guest that we have we're getting another two to three recommendations of people where now I can go to somebody who I don't know and say, hey, so-and-so recommended you uh, to be on the show. You know, would you like to be on? But now I've, I've got a connection there that I didn't have before because of that referral process. And so that, that's, that's awesome. really been helpful for us. And, I, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. You know, I did that first push early on to get things going, and I started booking. Again, we only have two shows a month. But, you know, we're, we've constantly been five or six shows out booked ahead of time. So, I mean, right now we're booking guests for uh, a couple of our June, June shows. Cool. Uh, but we only have two, two a month, so it's a little easier that way. You had me at happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you forgot about the thousands of dollars we pay them from our Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> they always ask all of our guests. I always you ask do, what they the win. You know, what? What? Hey, what do I win or what do I get? You guys, <laughs> what do I tell them? Uh, what do you? Did you say like nothing or something? No. Well, like pride and pride. That's pride. it. I was saying you get pride. Get pride. I usually say nothing. <laughs> Bragging rights. <laughs> so the thing, I guess. <laughs> but 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 you know, very seriously, Phil. You know, I want I want to give you a lot of credit because you've yeah. done an incredible job of getting some high-profile guests. And from what it seems like, um, from watching a couple of your guys' shows, the Carolina Weather Group has done a very good job as well as getting guests. And I think that speaks a lot to the weather community. You know, people are just willing to go on and and um, you know support each other because that's something I've I've realized a lot and academia as well you know a lot of students are they're just very interested in collaborating with each other um, and, and trying to you know promote the greater good which is really cool a really cool uh, sign in the weather community that you see a lot definitely yeah um, you know it's, it, we're weekly <laughs> right that, that's yeah. your biggest challenge it really yeah. is we're weekly we're uh, I think we're booked through mid-June 
we have a few open wow, shows. Wow, that's pretty good. We're, yeah. we're, open, yeah. nec- we're open next week. We, we, we're trying to work on someone, but I just don't know if it's going to work out. So can I'll, you guys come back next week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we started out not even – this. I don't even want to call it a podcast. We were doing an update on an ice storm that was happening in early December. And uh, we had talked, uh, myself, Ricky Matthews, who uh, is now the weekend meteorologist at WCYB in Bristol, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Uh, it was me and Ricky and a few other guys who um, had some local weather knowledge. Uh, so we got together, uh, talked about the ice storm, had Brad Panovich on, so that was kind mm-hmm. of a... Ricky uh, um, was mentored under Brad, and then Brad, I do, I, I'm a consultant for Brad, I do some work for him, so we had that little in with Brad, and Brad's you know, he's, we have a lot to thank for Brad because he's, he's kind of the big name here in the Carolinas. Yeah, and, he's, he's a cool guy. So, yeah. uh, Where's he you from? Know, Where'd he go to school? He went to Ohio State. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> excellence. So, nothing but excellence comes out of Ohio. <laughs> yes, it is. So, um, you know, that was, that was our little start. And then we was like, well, we should do this more often and just talk about weather. And, and now three and a, almost three and a half years later, you know, we never believed um, where we've got to. So it was pretty cool. Speaking of that, who, who's been some big guests that have you guys been spending like, oh, I can't believe I get to talk to them? Do you have any? Well, Tom Nizzle was definitely one for me, um, the winter weather expert for the Weather Channel. That was that was pretty cool, and we got to have him on and just kind of pick his brain about everything. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, Phil, do you have one in mind? Well, Dina, how about you? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I liked Reed. Um, oh yeah, Reed was pretty cool. I yeah. mean, Reed Timmer is great because I mean I followed him for a long time, um, but I never knew him. I never got to talk to him personally, so um, that one was probably the most fun for me. And I, I would, yeah, I would say too, Reed Reed Timmer. It was good to have him on, uh, just from watching him on Discovery Channel, Storm Chasers, and and stuff like that. Uh, it was kind of neat to have him on, and you know we had. Um, Right after Christmas, uh, we had Kelly Williamson uh, on the show. That yeah. was our our episode fifteen, and um, it, it it was you know it was fun fun to have him on too. It's yeah. it's a little bittersweet right now, but um, Very. but that was a fun show. Yeah, he was he was an incredible guy. I mean, he was just he was so full of life and was just I, I don't know. I thought he was hilarious. He was he was he was really funny and he knew what he was talking about. So yeah. it's he's cool one of those yeah people who just you could tell he just had an aura of happiness around him. He's just happy guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He... We we did too, and the, the other thing I'll share with you because we we we've done a couple, what we've called bonus episodes, um, where we did it on off weeks that we normally have our typical show, and we've had three of those to this point. Uh, one of them was actually pretty early on. We did something with uh, Dakota Smith and Tyler Jankowski of the the Weather Junkies. We got them on to just. Like we're a little bit like we're doing now is talking a little bit of podcasts and how you do this and how I do that. And, um, and then we had a show uh, with Michael Binsky, uh, Brian Miner and Jeremy Bauer, who are all outstanding uh, weather photographers and videographers. And, and we had a special show bonus show just with those three talking weather photography. Uh, which was which was really interesting. And then the third show we did was we had a, a special show on weather themed craft beer <laughs> and so what so what i did is i reached out to a number of uh, craft breweries across the u.s that had some kind of weather themed beer or their brewery was maybe weather themed and so we had five different breweries on this little special show we did and mj and i actually were at two of those breweries doing doing the broadcast live from the brewery but we talked about how they got to the naming their beer and why and stuff like that. And it was, it was just kind of, it was interesting, but fitting for our show. Cause, cause of our happy hour and all that we fun drink. stuff. We're, <laughs> we're we still, I'm still waiting for the free beer, by the way. Phil. Yeah. We're, we're t- well, you had to be there. I'm assuming it's still in the mail. You know, you probably, you probably use FedEx or something. When you <laughs> yeah, it was skunked, it was skunked at this yeah, point, but no. Right. And then, um, uh, we just, the funny thing we did is, uh, I, <laughs> an idea we probably will never do again i don't know but it was right before black friday 
uh, before the holiday shopping season, right? We had a show, and my idea was, hey, let's get. Uh, I was going to reach out to some product <laughs> vendors, oh my, and and uh, say, hey, we're doing the show. We'll we'll talk about your product if you want to send us something, and uh, you know, and we'll we'll talk about your product, right? And so, weather fans that want to maybe get something for themselves or for someone else that they know is a weather fan, you know, we thought, hey, we'll we'll talk about this before Black Friday. So we got. Um, Ended up only being two companies, <laughs> stuff, but it was it was Accurite, and it was uh, Red Cross. The Red Cross store sent us, stuff. <laughs> and so we we did a show. We act, we also had a guy. Um, we had a radio guy talking about weather radios as well. That was on that show, but then we did the product review, and and it was just a joke because we're all like, okay, well, here's, here's what this does and that does, and and. Uh, uh, Brady, the product oh, he had yeah. was some Red Cross <laughs> emergency, emergency kit tube. Yeah, it was like a tube, an emergency tube. And yeah. one of the things, you know, and I just I sent it to him. He was just supposed to review it. Here's what's in it. You know, here's how much it costs. It's kind of cool. You could use it for this. Next thing I know, because there's a water pouch in there, he's yep. like ripping open the water pouch. <laughs> Drink, drinking the water, it's like dribbling down his chin. He's going, yeah, it's, water's okay. You know, it's not the greatest thing. He's like taste testing the water. Pump. Well, I was thirsty and I wanted to be thorough. I wanted to make sure to review every single. Because you know what? What I found out is that water, you know, I would only drink it in an emergency scenario because it tasted like crap. <laughs> it tasted like crap. And the most useful thing in there was that whistle. I still use, which we oh, still, right. you were trying to use still bring out every now and then. Yeah, you had the trouble with that too. Yeah, that was. Nice. I, I did get a little lightning detector. I have it. I love it. I just, uh, I haven't like when when I got it, we were in a drought and we hadn't had a thunderstorm in like two months. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to review this, but there's nothing coming. Yeah. So that that was a memorable show. Yeah. Even though it wasn't so guest. Centric, I guess. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. We may have to. Uh, we oh, can no. double team that. <laughs> hey, Peter, you already got connected with Cinnabon. Right, we can man. just test oh, that right. product out. Yeah, yeah that, that'll while, be great. While you're review. shopping, yeah, while you're shopping at the mall, don't forget to stop by <laughs> yeah. Cinnabon. And you can get your blood donated at Red Cross. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and, and we'll good. we'll make sure everybody has an emergency water pouch. And yeah, that's right. We'll just the pouch, just the we'll and the whistle. To that and the whistle. So talking about guests, I know we're coming up towards the top of the hour, so we um, we appreciate you guys being on. Looking at guests, we'll we'll do a couple more questions. Uh, anybody you you guys are targeting maybe in the next couple of months or some somebody you really want to get on the show. <laughs> Uh, you know, here's the thing. I'm always asking all my co-hosts to, you know, throw me a bone and help me out. And, and most of them have uh, helped me out with some of those. But I'm going to toss that question to those guys first <laughs> in hopes that they'll throw <laughs> me a bone. <laughs> well, I mean, some I know this would be a stretch, but if we got Jim Cantori on the show, that would be that would be pretty killer because I know I've always – I always kind of envy the job he has because it's just kind of unbelievable. And he does, he does such an amazing job too of, of just being so energetic. Like, you know, the, the video that sticks out to me was that thundersnow. I've actually done that exact thing. You know, it, it wasn't in thundersnow, but every time there's a thunderstorm, I'll go outside and, and just, I don't even know. I'll just and your, your video got 20 views and his got 20 million views. That's the only difference. <laughs> the the only difference. The, but he had the platform, though. I don't have the platform. Once I, you know, once I get that platform. But, and, you know, he's like that. His, his personality yeah. is exactly what you see on TV. Which is cool. And, and I think he knows a lot. And I think he, you know, would be a really cool guest to have on the show. So, Jim, if you're listening, hey, we're, we're <laughs> wide open. We're wide open. How about you, Ooh. Dina? Anybody? Um, hmm. Maybe Roker. I think maybe mm. Al Roker. Um, cool. We worked together on Wake Up With Al, and and it made me think of that when I talked about Cantori because his personality is like you see on TV, and so is Roker's. He's a genuine guy. Um, since I left TV and went to digital, I don't get to work with him anymore. Um, but uh, very passionate about weather. The only thing I think it would be tough is he's an early morning riser. Mm. Um, 
So that would be you, the tough to part. Like you do. Oh, I got to suck it up. Yep. Yeah. Drink the coffee or take a day <laughs> off. But, um, you know, he loves talking about weather and he's really good at it. And he's like, he's just personable. Like, I like talking to him. He's a nice guy. We, we'd have, I know we've got uh, Kim Cunningham. Uh, I think she's working on Dr. Greg Forbes. So we're hoping mm, to, to cool. possibly get him. Yep. To get him on. I, you know, I'd like to get, um, uh, Sean Casey, the IMAX uh, filmmaker and director. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to just haven't had a chance to try and find a way to reach out to him. It's it's again one of those deals where who's this weird guy trying to get a hold of me <laughs> with a you know a Facebook post or something like that? Because <laughs> sometimes that's the only way you can get a hold of him. But um, you know we we've got some connections now to reach out to uh, like Ginger Z. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's some possibilities there as well, but I, you know, I'm excited about some of the people we already have. We've um, we've got Gabe Garfield is coming up next week, uh, so he's a, a storm chaser and, and works in research uh, with the National Weather Service. Uh, we've got Kevin Roth, who is a TV meteorologist down in Dallas, but he is also a meteorologist for Roto Grinders, the the fantasy sports. Uh, website. He is their meteorologist that helps uh, with the forecasting. So is if you run a forecasting, yes, <laughs> basically, yes. Uh, I think it's real forecasting for real your fantasy, fantasy team. Fantasy yeah. Uh, so we got him coming up. Um, uh, I'm trying to think uh, off the top of my head some of the other people we have. I know we have Ari uh, is coming in, and so that'll be our next. We're going to get Jen to tag along with Ari mm -hmm. so that we can kind of finally have Jen back on the mm -hmm. show. It'll kind of be a reunion, uh, I guess, of some sorts with her as well. And we have Michael Binsky coming back on. And, and if, if you guys haven't seen any of Mike's uh, videos that he's done, and I highly recommend one of them is called Vorticity, uh, but just the videos of time-lapse photography that this guy has done, I just I love it. And we had him on our special photography show, but we're going to actually have him on as a, a regular guest. He's got a neat um, coffee table book out now, too, with all kinds of just beautiful, beautiful photos. So, we're, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to even some of the people that we've already got uh, coming up. And uh, you guys, every other, uh, every other what day? So our followers can follow along. Uh, so we're Thursday. So we're every other Thursday. Um, we are at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Um, we, we move that up because, as you mentioned earlier, we're now also simulcast on Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV, which um, you can find on Roku and Apple TV and, and on Android and iOS and, and website and everything else. So uh, they go at 9. So we, we used to be 9.30, so we had to move it up an hour. Uh, to do to now do our show and we actually have to start on time we weren't used to doing that either <laughs> you know the, the funny thing is guys is, is started this off like you with kind of a different intention and our intention all along was just to be an audio podcast we'd get together like this just to record it but we could start whenever the hell we wanted <laughs> we, we could take breaks and talk crap and you know whatever we wanted because i have my like it. sleeveless t-shirts on with like these like you know i could tease brady a lot yeah. Yeah. yeah i was naked all the time pants. gross <laughs> so uh so that was that was the intent was we were always just gonna be an audio podcast and then we're like well what the hell we're doing this on you know like google hangouts anyways why don't we just broadcast it just in case anybody wants to watch it live and the minute we started doing that, within about two episodes, that's when we got uh, connected with William Cole uh, with the Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV, and he reached out to us. We're like, sure, well, you know, what the heck, let's, let's simulcast and, and do that. So they, they simulcast our show every other week, but on the off weeks, uh, they do like a rerun show of, of a previous episode. So they're doing it weekly, but we still do our, our live show bi-weekly on Thursdays. That's awesome. That's, that's great. I like it earlier, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> just because I got to get up in the, yeah. you know, before the crack of dawn. Well, that's fine. I, yeah, I don't mind it either. It's just <laughs> now we got to start on time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what stinks. It's like, it's 9 o'clock. We got to go. Yeah, people. 
Yeah, awesome. somebody's stuck in the bathroom, you know, it's not good. Yeah, it's happened before. It, it has happened <laughs> once or twice. There's no toilet that. breaks because we're live, right? We, we can't no, do that anymore. Yeah. So that's why I've got a toilet. You probably can't see it, but I've got a toilet porta potty like right over here on the on the right. <laughs> oh, that's gross. I just, just excuse me for a second. That, that is disgusting. That is absolutely Mine's my man. Look at that. Yeah, James has got it, man. Right. James right quick shot. Uh, bad. <laughs> that's us. We uh, we still don't have to be on time yet. We can start maybe five ten minutes. <laughs> Our problem is having with uh, technology. Sometimes uh, Google Hangout doesn't want to agree with us. So, mm-hmm. and for it's the record, I'm still not wearing pants. Sweet, Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Funny story. <laughs> Funny story. You're talking about Greg Forbes. We were fortunate to have him on. I guess it was about a year, uh, year and a half ago. That's awesome. Uh, I think Peter, I don't know if James, were you with us when we had Forbes on? I don't think so. I don't think I may have guessed, been a guest at that point, but I wasn't here every week yet. Yeah. It was um, December, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was. Uh, anyways, we tried forever to get Forbes on. He, he just could not connect. His computer wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> let the hang out. So what we had to do is Ricky had to plug it up through his phone. So we had his phone like a microphone and so Ricky had to hold the phone <laughs> against the microphone for the entire show while he talks on the phone oh, in my gosh. so we <laughs> got brutal. Forbes on it, it wasn't like a Google hangout like this it was more like a phone interview but it was uh, still went off and, <laughs> yeah. and he's a great guy he's he's awesome I really didn't understand the Torcon index until after he yeah. explained it and uh, yeah I hope you guys are able to get him he's a, he's a great yeah. great guest so yeah yeah, I'll tell you, tech, technology will still screw with you. Oh, I mean, this yeah. is not a perfect endeavor <laughs> mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. We, we've had our own share of... With Tom Nizzle, I mean, with, the, yeah. with, with, with probably our most, you know, or one of our most, you know, talked about guests that we had the same technology problems, which is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. We couldn't record. We, we, no, we could we get to together. Uh, and this was before we were using Google Hangouts, but we, it wasn't recording, and there was something with the state because we were using the, the servers or whatever through a state, and they were doing something, and we couldn't record. So it's like, well, it's no use doing a show if we can't record this crap. So we had to ask Tom if he'd be willing to come back next week at the same time and do it again, and bless his heart, yeah, he was more than willing yeah. to do that. We've lost at least two shows to the internet. Just <laughs> we went out live, and then they never showed back up on demand, and it was kind of like, oh, oh my oh, gosh. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Those are yeah. our lost episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Those are going to be rare, man. They're going to be worth money someday. That's a really like low res VHS tape. It'll be great. Yeah. You'll, you'll see them on the black market in Russia. <laughs> like, episode 27, Carolina Weather Group. It's like you found it. Wow. <laughs> James, Peter, do you guys do you guys have any questions? I know I've, I've hogged up the whole thing. You guys? No pants required. <laughs> just I'm not wearing any. Just don't, don't stand up. For the don't love of God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. James, Peter, do you guys have any? I'm wearing some pretty ridiculous slippers. Oh, oh please share with let's us. Let's see. Let's see. Oh wow. Here, Jordan's. Those are slippers. These are slippers. Wow. Although wow. when I put them on, the dog thinks we're going to go for a walk because they look like uh, sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're Jordan. <laughs> That's crazy. So what, what's, what's the future look like for the Stormfront Freaks as we go into the next year or so? Continuing on? Adding on? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What, uh, any ideas, Brady, Dina, from you guys, what, what we should be doing? I think we, should, I think we should start our own television network. That would be <laughs> – we just need to get the funding for that. But – yeah. I mean, I, I like, you know, I like, I like the direction we're going. I feel like we uh, have added, you know, things on and, and continue to find needs and little niches in the weather community. And I think we can yeah. keep, keep going. Agreed. Awesome. Bill, you come up with great ideas and the topics you're coming up with. I'm like, that's eh, pretty good. I like it. Well, so we, you know, I'll be honest with you guys a, a year, you know, so we're now about a year into this, actually not quite, but, but we're pretty close. You know, where we are and what we've accomplished and the number of viewers and, and downloads we get and everything else, um, I, w- I would tell you it was something I had envisioned, but that the fact that we've accomplished that already in a year, I, I am pretty happy about and excited about. 
keeps me motivated mm-hmm. to want to do more and come up with new ideas. But, you know, truthfully, if you were to tell me in a year we'd be simulcast on a, you know, a, a Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV kind of a thing where we're getting another 5,000 people watching us uh, every night. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, we are now starting to do some working with some partners. So I've reached out to some weather kind of companies, uh, companies like Severe Studios, weatherproshop.com, Accurite, that uh, are partnering with us now for, you know, we'll give them a little plug on the show um, and they help support us just to help us pay some of our expenses. It's not a money maker really for us, but it does, as you guys know, it, it costs money to host a website and to have servers to host your podcast and all that kind of stuff. So it's helpful to have some money to, to support that. But uh, so those are some of the things we're doing now. And, and we actually also just started, I reached out to uh, Chris Sander from Tornado Titans uh, to now also add a little two, three minute educational piece on our show as well. So we have another little educational piece kind of on storm chasing and, and how to, you know, forecast and identify storms uh, if you're a spotter or chaser. So just kind of little things like that are all just kind of fun and add to what we're doing. That's awesome. That, that's some good stuff there. James, are you listening? <laughs> I'm listening. I think I'm, I'm hearing a list of things that we're going to have to do now. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, guys, uh, I know I don't have Ricky here. Ricky keeps me to an hour, so um, we're a little <laughs> okay, bit we're over now. Oh. Uh, well, you, you can't get, it's hard to get more than an hour of us, so I understand. <laughs> so you guys, uh, Peter, J- uh, James, you guys have anything for we kind of wrap up? No, these uh, people are awesome. <laughs> nice to meet <laughs> you guys. Thanks. Well, right you, thanks for having I, us. I will say this to you guys. I, I really appreciate, you know, you having us on the show. This is an honor uh, because you guys, like you said, you've been doing this for over three years and have have helped pave the way as well uh, by having some great guests and you know doing the great job of educating people more about weather and safety and things of that nature so it, this really is an honor for us to be a part of this and share this with you and uh, so I, I definitely appreciate it yep thanks we, you guys we yes. appreciate you guys uh, we're always um, open and, and welcome to tagging up and teaming up to whatever we can do uh, to help the, the greater cause here in the weather industry. So if you ever need anything from us here in the Carolinas, you definitely let us know and we'll, uh, we'll definitely help out. I uh, appreciate you starting uh, the National Weather Podcast Month. Can't wait for next year and, and growing with that. So we do appreciate what you guys do. So as we do that, I'll let you guys uh, promote your Facebook, Twitter, social media platforms so our followers can uh, follow along and uh, we'll uh, close out the show after that. All right, Brady, go ahead, man. All right, so my Twitter account is at BradyHarrisWX. It's got a gorgeous picture of me uh, <laughs> in the profile, so you'll recognize that if you're watching the show live. Uh, my Facebook at just just Brady Harris. I don't I don't really post there often. I really just primarily post on Twitter. That's pretty much it. And you I'm know. on Twitter at LadyPilot70. So I I tweet a lot of weather. Awesome. And when her husband gets into skiing accidents. Yeah. And then somebody <laughs> yells at me and jumps down my throat to only tweet weather. And I'm like, block. <laughs> All right. And I'm, I'm on Twitter at, uh, at Phil Storm Pod. Uh, but you can also follow the Stormfront Freaks at uh, stormfrontfreaks.com is our website. Uh, you can search us on YouTube, uh, Stormfront Freaks. Uh, we are on Twitter at Stormfront Freak, no S at the end. Mass has trouble with that, but we only have so many characters, right, for your handle, so we couldn't. Mass get, has trouble with a lot of things. But. Yeah, we couldn't get S at the That's end right. of that, but um, yeah. So if you want to check us out or you have any questions, contact us from our website. Uh, we'd love to love to talk with anybody. Yeah, and definitely, maybe we uh, we'll have you on later on down uh, down the line. Maybe later on this year, we kind of get back together and just um, have some fun. So we've appreciated you guys on here. Like I said. It doesn't have to be National Weather Podcast Month. You know, anything you need from us, you can just let us know. Yeah, thanks, we've had guys. fun. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it was a blast. All right, guys. Well, everyone, thanks for watching tonight. Uh, join us next week as we start off April Severe Weather, weather Awareness Month. Not sure if we're going to have a guest. We're working uh, with some of our friends in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we're going to be discussing the severe weather outbreak back in 2006. 
if uh, we can get our guests to come through. They've been kind of busy there with tornadoes and stuff like that So over the past couple of weeks. So we're working on that. Not sure we're going to have that. If not, we'll do that show later on. Then we have uh, Trish Palmer and Sandy LaCourt on uh, the next week talking about severe weather awareness here. And then we uh, round out the uh, month with Chris White, who is a storm chaser in the state of Virginia, and Victor Gensini, who will uh, be on at the end of April talking about uh, predicting tornadoes not only now, but weeks in advance to uh, help those uh, who need that, uh, I guess, that extra. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, James, you got to close it out. Extra what? What, what was it going to be? <laughs> oh, my God. Extra pants. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you guys saying about technology earlier? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, here he comes. Oh, I was going right. to tap dance, but he's he's joining back in. I was going to go back to my stretch oh, days. There we go. All right. <laughs> I totally don't know what just happened there. <laughs> can you get cyber attack? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. We're good. We're off. We're off the show tonight. Thanks for no, watching. Actually, we'll see I think we're still transmitting, and you're the you're the hub, right? So how do we stop yeah. the show? I'm stopping it right now. <laughs>